0: Welcome to today's message from Transformation Church. My wife and her group have made, you know, beads and necklaces and bracelets, and they are out there after the service, uh, especially the women or every other person. You can pick one and you can give some donation. Uh, if you want to give $10, $50, $100, $5, whatever God lays upon your heart, just pick that bracelet or necklace and you are donating to the women's group. Amen. God bless you. Do you have your Bibles this morning? If you have your Bibles, let's go to Matthew chapter 15, and we would start from verses 10. Matthew chapter 15, verses 10. Are we there? Not yet. Oh, the printers did not print Matthew you, in your Bible? <laughs> glory be to God, glory be to God. Now, Matthew chapter 15, verses 10 says, When he had called the multitude to himself, he said to them, Hear and understand, not what goes into the mouth defiles a man, but what cometh out of the mouth, this defiles a man. Verse 12, then his disciples came and said to him, do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying? But he answered and said, every plant which my heavenly father has not planted will be uprooted. Father, we thank you for your word. Spirit of the living God, take absolute control of this session. And cause your word to fall on good grounds. Flow through me, O God, and make me a vessel. Oh, make me a conduit of blessing to your people today. At the end of it, we shan't forget to give you all the praise and the glory and the honor. We ask it all with thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I'm talking to you today on the team, the faith that cannot be offended. Oh, come on, did you hear me? The faith that cannot be offended. Church, we are living in the last days. We are living in the end of time. And Christ is coming back very soon. And if you look in the Bible and look somewhere, Christ was asking, will the Son of Man come to meet faith on earth? And so I'm talking to you this morning on the team, the faith that cannot be offended. Too many of us easily get offended and we walk away from our calling, we walk away from our duties and responsibilities. Many of us get offended and we walk out of church. We get mad at the pastor, we get mad at the leadership of the church. We get mad at some worker, you know, in the church. We get offended. Oh, last week that message was directed to me. I know he was talking about me. I just knew it. I saw it right in his eyes. He was talking about me. I'm not going back to that church. If we are to receive from the master, if you and I are to receive from God, if we are going to make it to Beulah land, to glory land, we need that faith that cannot be offended. Now, where I just read talks about Jesus. Jesus was talking to the multitude. And he said, look, it is not that which goeth into you that destroys you. But that which cometh out of you is that which destroys you. Now, many of the people, they did not understand Jesus. And when they left, the disciples came to Jesus and said, Master, do you know that the people were offended? Do you know the Pharisees were offended? Because of the teachings that you gave. Look at verses 12. Then his disciples came and said to him, do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard these things? Jesus was teaching the word of God, the undiluted word of God. It was the truth and nothing but the truth. He was using this analogy to teach them something. He says, it's not that which goes inside that destroys you, but that which comes out. That which comes out is coming right from your heart. And those are the things that can destroy your life and your your, your ministry and your Christian faith. But they did not understand. They got offended. And imagine if Jesus were the pastor of a church. After that Sunday, many people did not come back to church. How many times have a pastor preach the word or an evangelist preach the word, and some people just take their bags or just walk out because they felt offended by that message. They felt offended by a statement that the preacher made. Beloved, you and I need that faith that cannot be offended. That faith that is unshakable, that faith that cannot be moved, that's the faith we need. We have served the Lord all these years, and we cannot miss out on Jesus. He's coming back very, very soon. Would you say amen? amen? Now, let's go to verses 21, let's go to verses 21, the same chapter 15. It says, Then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from the region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. Look at verses 23. But he answered her not a word, and his disciples came and ate him, saying, send her away, for she cries out after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshiped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, it's not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. And she said, yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, woman, great is your fate. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Listening to this Bible story, it, 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 it fascinates me anytime I, I read this portion of scripture. Jesus goes to Ty and Sidon. I'm sure he went there to get some rest after the wonderful time he had. And here a woman comes to Jesus. And says, Master, have mercy upon me. My daughter is demon-possessed. Please deliver her from me. Set her free for me. I need your help. Now listen to this, church. The Bible says Jesus did not utter a word to this woman. He did not respond to the need of this woman. I don't know for how long this went on. But take for granted it went on for one hour. And this woman kept pursuing Jesus, following Jesus. Lord, have mercy upon me. My daughter is demon possessed. Lord, have mercy upon me. Lord, have mercy upon me. And the woman kept following Jesus, and Jesus did not even look at her, and Jesus did not utter a word. I mean, this was enough for this woman to be offended. Had it been for some of us, if it were some of us, we would have walked away and said, my, oh, my. I thought this man was the son of God. I thought he was a good man. They said good things about him. But I think people don't know the other side of this man's life. I've been following him for one hour now, asking for help for my demon-possessed daughter. And this man will not even utter a word of comfort to me. He will not even look at my face. He doesn't care about me. But the Bible says, the disciples came to Jesus and said, Master, do something about this woman's situation and let her go. Listen, Jesus looked at the disciples in the presence of the woman and said, I was only sent to the lost sheep of Israel. In other words, what was Jesus saying? I, I don't care about these Gentiles. She was a Greek uh, Gentile, a Syrophoenician woman, a Greek Gentile. In other words, Jesus was saying, I didn't come to this for these Gentiles. I came only for the Jews' people. I don't care about these Gentiles. Jesus told the disciples, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Not to these Gentiles. The woman had it. If it were some of us, we would have said, enough is enough. I've had enough of this man. I've had enough of this man. But the Bible says the woman went to Jesus and fell before Jesus and worshipped him. Oh, glory be to God. And worshipped Jesus. In spite of what Jesus said, she still followed him and honored him and worshiped him. She refused to be offended. She had a faith that was determined. She had the tenacity, she had the determination, she had the willpower to receive deliverance for her demon possessed daughter. And she will not allow anything to sidetrack her. She will not allow anything to make her walk away from her focus. I'm talking to you about that faith that cannot be offended. Now, let's go on. The woman continued to cry to Jesus and said, Lord, help me. And Jesus answered again and said this. Listen to what Jesus told the woman. He said, woman, it's not just right for me to give the children's food to dogs. Huh. Jesus told the woman, it's not good to give the the, the, the children's bread to little dogs, to puppies. In other words, what was the woman? In other words, the woman was a dog. I think some of us would have said enough is enough. This man is calling me a dog? Right in my face? I don't need anything from him anymore, I'm leaving. If he were a pastor of the church, we would have left his church. We would have been offended and walked away. I'm sure some of his disciples were embarrassed. Some of them could have been offended and walked away and said, Jesus, why why do you call her a dog? We could say this in her absence, but not in her presence. But Jesus told the woman, it's not good to give the children's food to dogs. But listen to me, church. This woman, Gentile woman, refused to be offended. She had the faith that could not be offended. She said, Master, I cannot argue with you. You are right. But Master, be reminded that when everybody eats from the table, the dogs eat the crumbs that fall off the table onto the floor. So, Lord, I don't deserve the bread, but give me the crumbs that fall on the ground. I'm talking to you about the faith that cannot be offended. That's what we need in these last days when there are many things that can offend you, there are many things that can destroy your faith. There are many things that can still kill and destroy your joy and your faith. You and I need that faith that cannot be shaken, that faith that cannot be moved, that faith that would not be offended. In spite of what is said about me, I continue to serve my God. In spite of what you do to me, I don't care. I continue to serve my God. If the pastor preached last Sunday and stepped on my toes, I'm coming back to church. I'm here in church not because I'm serving the pastors. I'm serving the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm serving the Lord Jesus Christ. Pastor Troy did not die on that cross for me. Pastor Jim did not die on that cross for me. Pastor John Gray did not die on that cross for me. It was Jesus who suffered blood and died on that ragged cross for my redemption. And I'm not going to allow offenses to cause me to walk out of the church. I'm not going to allow offenses to walk, to cause me to walk away from my responsibility. You find some people who were active in church, they were deeply involved in church activities. But it's not long, you find them sitting on the back row with their arms folded. As if to say, I am retired. I cannot sing anymore. I cannot play the instruments anymore. I cannot be the children's teacher anymore. I cannot be the youth leader anymore. I cannot do anything. And he's not telling why. He was offended by something. He was offended by somebody. And he withdraws from church activities. But I'm here to ask you, have Jesus offended you? the one who suffered blood and died on that rugged cross for your sake that you may be reconciled back to your creator. The man who suffered blood and died on that rugged cross and is going to prepare a place for you. And when he's finished, he will come back and take you that where he is, you may also be there. Has he offended you? Remember this woman. She just refused to be offended. Even when Jesus called her a dog. She said, I don't care. I will not be offended. I just want deliverance for my daughter. I'm not going to walk away from this great opportunity. I'm not going to walk away from the presence of God with an angry and bitter heart. It doesn't matter what he does to me. It doesn't matter what he says. I refuse to be offended. I'm here to receive. And Jesus turned and looked at that woman. My Bible tells me. And said, woman, wow. Great is your fate. Great is your fate. Go and it shall be according to your desire. And the Bible says, right there and then, her daughter was delivered. Let's go to John chapter 6, verse 51. That will be my last verse. John chapter 6, verses 51. Are we there? John chapter 6, verses 51. Jesus says, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh, which I shall give for the life of the world. Verse 52 says, The Jews therefore quarreled among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Then Jesus said unto them, most assuredly, I say unto you, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Glory be to God. Now, listen, let's go to verse 59. Verse 59. It says, these things he said in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Listen to verse sixty. Therefore, many of his disciples, when they heard this, said, this is a hard saying, who can understand it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples complained about this, he said to them, does this offend you? Now, let's go all the way to verses 66. Verses 66 of the same chapter. Chapter 6. John chapter 6 verses 66. Are we there? It says, From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Hallelujah. Listen to this, church. You and I are called out of darkness into the marvelous light of God. And God expects us to grow from one level to a higher level until we can understand the most difficult teachings. Now, here Jesus was teaching. And he said, look, not until you eat my flesh and you drink my blood, you are not part of me. And the Bible says there was a cross-section of the multitude who started to grumble among themselves and they began to argue, what is going on here? This man is losing it. He used to be a good teacher. He used to be a fine preacher. I, I, I used to love his teaching, but now he's going into stuff I just cannot understand. He's trying to lead us into some kind of witchcraft. He's telling us to eat his flesh and to drink his blood. The Bible says, they said, these are hard teachings. Who can understand this? And verse 66 says, they were offended. And as a result, many of his disciples walked no more with him. They deserted him. They left him. They were gone. If Jesus was the pastor of the church, the following Sunday, many, many members did not come. They left. Why? Because they were offended. They were offended with the teachings of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you did not understand the teaching, what you need to do is go to the preacher and ask him. I, I, I'm finding it difficult to understand what you said last Sunday, Pastor Jim. You, you, you mentioned some stuff which I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't seem to agree with you, but I need some clarification. And so I'm here to verify. I don't understand these statements you made from the pulpit last week, Brother Troy. Can you please elaborate here for me to understand? These disciples did not do that. They got offended, and the Bible says they left Jesus. How many people are not here this morning, and how many people do not come to this church anymore because they were offended? They were either offended by a teaching or by some action that the church was taking against them, which was probably biblical. They got offended and said, I'm not going to tolerate this. I'm not going to accept this. I'm leaving. Church, Jesus took all the offenses because of you and I. They spat on him. They slapped him from behind. They put a crown of thorns on his head. And pressed it in, and blood was oozing out from all over him. They made a mockery of him. They said, You call yourself the Son of God. Save yourself and prove it. They said all manner of things against Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. But he refused to be offended, he stayed focused. On the mission that you and I may be reconciled back to God, our Father. The Jews were offended because Jesus gave a teaching that they did not understand. They walked away and they followed Jesus no more. It's my prayer this morning. Wherever you are right now, wherever you are right now, to have that faith that cannot be offended, that faith that is resolute, that faith that will not retreat and will not quit and will not easily give up, Why were these things written aforetime? They were written for our learning. They were written as examples unto us. They were written for our admonition that we may learn from the mistakes of those who have gone before us and know how to walk our Christian faith to please God. Jesus said, will there be faith when I return back to earth? Jesus knew that people would easily get offended and walk away. A-, 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 a survey was made, listen to me. A survey was made. And too many people do not go to church anymore because they were offended. By something or by somebody. They sit at home and decide, well, I'm just going to listen to good preachers on the television. They are equally good. Some people were offended because, you know, some offering was going to be taken. The church wanted money for some project. They said, oh, this church is talking about tithes too much. This church is taking too too much offering every Sunday. And they stay at home and prefer to watch TV preachers. It's not long, the TV preacher says. I want you to write that check of 1,000 and mail it to me right now. Write that check of 1,000, 5,000 right now. Write it and mail it to me. And he takes the dial and switches it off to another station. He's offended. And while that preacher is concluding in the other station, he says, Right now, I want you to sow a seed. <laughs> he says, Oh my, what's all this about? May the Lord help us. Would you say, amen? amen? In conclusion, in conclusion, listen to this there was a woman who moved from one church to another. And her friends, and she decided to stay at home. She wouldn't go to church because she was offended by many things. And her friend invited her and said, Our church is good. Let's go to Transformation Church. It's good. And she came to the church, and the pastor preached a good message. And she was standing right there, and the pastor was passing by to get a visitor, a first timer, who was going out. And so he didn't see this woman. So she stretched forth her hand, but the pastor didn't see it and walked by. When they went out, her friend said, are you coming back next Sunday? This was a good message. She said, I'm not coming back. That pastor is mean. He wouldn't even shake my hands. She left and went to another church. And the pastor was a loud preacher. He preached so loud like me good message. But when they went out, the friend said, would you stay in this church? And she said, I'm not coming back next Sunday. That preacher almost broke my eardrums. He took her to another church. And the preacher was very quiet, stood at one place, and and spoke very low. And when they Close from service, her friend said, I think this is what you want. She said, I'm not coming back to this church. I had to stretch my neck to hear the, what the preacher was saying. I could hardly hear him. I could hardly hear him. I had to stretch my neck. He almost broke my neck. I'm not going back to that church. Offenses will surely come, but you and I need the faith that cannot be offended. And when Christ comes, you would be ready to go with him. And the Bible says, we are going to a place where there is no more sorrow, no more tears, no more sickness, no more death, no more pain, no more gossip, no more poverty, no more headache, no more back pain, no more need for surgery we are going to walk on the streets of gold we are going to be in mansions that the master has prepared for us refuse to be offended would you say amen refuse to be offended fix your eyes on jesus the utter and the finisher of your faith. Listen to me. I-, I want to pray with you generally. I know some of you are here with special needs. I don't have time to lay hands on every one of you, but the Lord have dealt with my heart to pray for all of you. I want you to be on your feet if you could. Be on your feet if you could. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. And some of you, those of you who can come to the altar, I just want you to take a bold step and come forward here. Those of you who can come to the altar, I will touch one or two of you and it will affect every one of you. If you have a special need, an unspoken request please, or you want to rededicate your life to Jesus today you know, you are somebody who can easily be offended and you know you just, something has happened in your life you are hurting. I, I want to encourage you, come forward right now. Come to the altar. I want you to leave everything right here on the altar. Take a bold step. Thank you for coming. Yes, thank you for coming. Please, come to the altar this morning and rededicate your life to Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. If you are sick and you need a touch, take a bold step and come out. If you are sick and you need a touch, listen to me. For the past months, I've seen spectacular miracles. I have seen instant healing and deliverance. And one thing I know, God is no respecter of persons. He's the same yesterday, today, forever. He's the same in Africa. He's the same in America. The God who opened the eyes of the blind in Africa, the God who causes the lame to walk in Africa is the same God right here in this sanctuary today. If you have any special request or you want to stand in for somebody, please come forward. Come forward, come to the altar right now. You want to stand in for somebody. You know somebody has a need and you want to stand in proxy for that person. Please take a bold step. God bless you. Take a bold step and come forward. Take a bold step and come forward. You have somebody at your workplace, you know that person has a need and you want to stand in for that person. A member of your family, you want to stand in for that person. A friend you have known for a long time, you want to stand in for that person. Take a bold step and come forward. If you love that person, come out. God's hands are not short that it cannot touch. Wherever they are right now, God is gonna touch them. Yes, God bless you brother, God bless you sister. Yes, thank you for coming. Take a bold step and come forward. Oh, glory be to God. Heaven is looking at you right now. Heaven is looking at you right now. Heaven is looking at you right now. Yes, Yes, yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord. Glory be to God, glory be to God, glory be to God. My God, my God, my God, my God. Father, I take authority right now in the name of Jesus. I take authority right now in the name of Jesus. And on the authority of your holy word. And I stretch for these anointed hands towards your people in the name of Jesus. May virtue flow out of these hands into your people right now. May virtue flow out of these hands into your people right now. You've done it before and I'm asking that you do it again. You've done it before and I'm asking that you do it again. You know why they are out here before thee in the name of Jesus.